All right, welcome. hello, welcome to Simon Squared. I am Simon. I'm Simon. So, uh, yeah, it's our first podcast together, and today we're going to be talking about, or for the future, we're going to be talking about football, basketball, whatever sports comes up. So, uh, yeah, where do you want to start this? I mean, I guess we can just start about week five, you know, what happened this week. Lots of stuff happened yeah, this so, week. Yeah, uh, so how is Broncos country riding? Uh, they're riding a little bit uh, shaky. Obviously, the first game of the week didn't go too well. Probably the most boring game we've seen all season. And probably one of the most boring games we've seen so far in the last few seasons. Not a single touchdown, only field goals. And big injury with Naheem Hines going out with a huge concussion in the early stages. And the Broncos really just struggling all game. Yeah. so I mean, Dangerous Colts... wasn't looking too good. So Yeah, the Colts were not as good as well, though. Like, Matt Ryan, like, he looked terrible out there. I think he's one of the more disappointing. Outside of, you know, Wilson, I think he was one of the more disappointing players that with a blockbuster trade at the level that Matt Ryan is predicted to play at, he's just not been. I mean, interceptions, just not compared really to really Russell great. Wilson, the Colts gave up, like, nothing compared to what the Broncos gave up yeah, for exactly, Russell Wilson. Of course, of course. So, you like. Know, another player that on that game that I actually expected a lot more from was Melvin Gordon, you know, averaging about less than four yards per carry. The amount of volume he got, he didn't really – a good thing is he didn't fumble, but the amount of yards he got, the amount of carries he got was just disappointing in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that game but, was just not it. Yeah, so let's move on to the next game that happened. The London game, oh, Giants yeah. Packers. Very good game in my opinion. I think – we we started out slow, but like we got together. We uh, that Daniel Bellinger touchdown really like created momentum. We kept the, uh, I I think like every single possession after that, like we we scored. I mean, so let me just set the record straight for the listeners. Uh, I am a Broncos fan, and the other Simon is a Giants fan. So when you hear us talking about our teams, you'll really clearly know why we're yeah. more passionate. Than you know, teams. first time being a happy, happy as a Giants fan in years. So I, I think know. this is probably the most disappointing start the Broncos have ever had. And I think this is the worst I've ever felt as a Broncos fan, even though we haven't made the playoffs in about six years since that Super Bowl victory. So it yeah, just shows was... how bad the season is for us. But uh, yeah, no. And you're stuck with Russell Wilson for how many more years? Uh, five. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably the biggest surprise of the uh, – what's what's your biggest game that surprised you the most this week? This week, I'd probably have to say the Texans being the Jaguars. Like, the Jaguars looked very good, like, coming into this week. I mean, they were 2-2. Two and two, mm-hmm. But, like, I expected a lot more from the Jaguars. It's like they – Trevor Lawrence just looked terrible out there. I'm pretty sure you can – Especially that Chargers game they had. It's just a huge yeah. downfall from that. I think for me personally, it has to be Dolphins versus Jets because – I mean, I know there's there's a chance that Jets, the Jets are going to win, but no one saw the 40 versus seven, 40 to seven. Okay, to be coming. fair, they had a seventh round QB going in there, so like yeah, it wasn't. Tyler Thompson wasn't great. But... Like obviously, I think the Dolphins should still should have won that, but like, yeah, come on, you know, Jets right. have a winning record after how long? You know, we haven't seen them have a winning record yeah. since before the world was created. So okay. it's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, I think the best game this uh, what's it? What's your best game so far this best week? Best game? I don't know. The Chargers and Browns was a really good game. It just Brandon Staley was just terrible play calling at the end. He almost costed them the game there. 
Keenan Allen made it very clear what he thought of that. And, you know, Brandon Staley wasn't very happy, but it seemed like they're having great, great fun together. So we'll see how Allen does when he comes back. Yeah. But, um, I wouldn't say it's the best game. I mean, Monday night was a great game between the Chiefs Monday and the Raiders. Monday night was an incredible game. It has to be that for me, I think. But once again, the Raiders with the foolish play calling at the end just cost it the game. Like, I feel like the Raiders always do well against the Chiefs. They, they like, play well, but sometimes, like, the Chiefs just, like, for the Chiefs, exactly. they, they always pull through. It is Mahomes. So, you know, you, you can never count them out no matter what. And yeah. Kelsey, especially, you can never count out as well. Four touchdowns was exactly Thir- twenty-seven yards, thirty yards. I don't even remember how he yeah. had a very low t- tally. That's for sure. Still. And you know the new the new development that Devontae Adams got charged with misdemeanor uh, assault. So that's the new development here. I don't know how it's going to translate to his availability for next for week seven. Yeah, he's obviously a, the Raiders have a bye next so. week. So I don't I, know. I, Fantasy I, leagues are a little bit stressed, but. I feel like he is going to play week seven because I'm pretty sure the court date is like November in November. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like yeah. he is going to play that's the next possible, two weeks. Yeah. So like, that's a, that's the same story with Kamara. Kamara like when when he got charged in Las Vegas for like whatever he did. Um, the court date isn't set to like next year, like yeah, next year. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long so, time. Like, who was he, your he, biggest surprise this week in terms of the performance? You never expected them to play this well. Would you say Taysom Hill? Jesus Christ. Taysom Hill. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> talking about fantasy points, like, I, in another league, <laughs> I had Kyle Pitts. He he went down with an injury. Taysom Hill, I'm just like, screw it. We're going Taysom Hill. Because, like, you know, why, you know why not? No other tight end is exactly. going to produce. And it worked out. And it, it worked, worked out. out. He got me 34 points. But, like, Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is very good player this week. And, you know, a lot of people have to agree with that. That was – I think Brees Hall is also incredible. Yeah, Hall, we kind of – expected it from him that that play where he just dragged the defender for 20 yards didn't allow him if he scored on that play that would have been crazy incredible incredible i know a lot of fans a lot of my friends who would not have been happy if reese hall scored that touchdown you know that would have been the ending for them (laughs) what was your big uh fantasy storyline this week who did you really who really saved your team outside of Taysom hill besides Taysom hill or yeah besides Taysom hill um Shoot, bro, I got to check. Let's see. <laughs> I think for me it has to be Devontae and Kelsey because, you know, going into that Monday night, I was down 30 or 40 to the league leader who was 4-0. I was 2-2. Two and two. And, you know, I was always – I was still projected to get higher than him. But – and Derek Carr got a great start. But Kelsey and Devontae are just different animals. And, you know, I won by, like, 20 points at the end. And it was incredible. Yeah, so. yeah. In that league, um, Nick Chubb played very Nick well. Chubb, he, yes. he he continues to be playing well. He is. He's. I think in a... my other league that we have together, my team was my that game was kind of a throwaway for me. I think it was like a free win because yeah, yeah. The our opponent yeah. had Jonathan Taylor starting, uh, AJ Green starting, Alberto starting. You know, Keenan Allen starting. So there's no chance he's ever going to win. But yeah, most of his players did well. The ones that actually played did pretty well. But he did also leave uh, Zach Ertz in the bench. It could have helped him out instead of Albert O. But... Yeah. And um, what's it called? Gabe uh, Davis. Co- yeah, Gabe I, Davis. I, I had Gabe Davis on my bench. <sighs> Same here. It's, uh, I, mean, I had him in four I, I, I had Amari Cooper, so he, he didn't do that bad. Cooper did pretty well. I think Gabe Davis is another player that had like an incredible performance. I feel like Gabe no Davis so. is like 
so tough to start because he's either going to give you such good points or he's going to give you like three. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Gabe Davis is more for the memories. I think he has like those highlight reels, but he's not a consistent performer. I think I feel like he'll have like one quiet game, but then the next week he'll have like a huge game that yeah. he'll never ever be able to beat. Like his week one, he he did pretty decent. He had like four receptions, like eighty yards and a touchdown. Exactly. So like at the th- next three weeks after that, he didn't do anything. I mean, yeah. But, so um, now we have to go on to who do we think is going to disappoint next week in fantasy? I feel like there's a lot of players who I think, you know, yes. might have had that momentum last week, but I just don't see them doing as well next week. I think I this might be the last week that Marquise Brown is valued very high because, you know, D-Hop comes back. I agree with and, that because Marquise Brown, he's had he's been doing amazing so far, especially like being in the wide receiver one role with the Cardinals. So, like, I don't know if he's going to keep that up when D-Hop comes back, but, like... Exactly. He's Same still... thing here with uh, Leonard Fournette or even Geno Smith, I think. I think Geno Smith, yeah, Geno Smith has a lucky game. So out of good. Mind. Out of his mind. Yeah. But... No one expected him to play like that. So... Yeah. So, all right. Now, let's look at the Week 6 uh, matchups. Obviously, tomorrow we have the, the great game between the Commanders and the Bears. Once again, Jeff fest. Bezos is dishing out $80 million to... Uh, show probably the greatest game of the week. So, oh, predictions? Wh- wh- who are you is going to win this week? Um, you know, I, I, have, I have the Commanders winning it because, like, I feel like the Commanders have a really good run defense, and I feel like that's all the Bears can do right now, especially that's with, like, true. with Justin Fields pl- just playing so bad recently. I mean, part of it's not his fault because that offensive line just sucks. But, um... Yeah, I've, I've, I've got uh, to say I agree with that. And I think who's gonna, who do you think is going to have that huge performance from that game? There's got to always be obviously going to be one person with a huge game. Like, you know, the commanders had Diami Brown last week and he just went off. But, you know, I feel like it's going to come from the opposing team. I feel like David Montgomery is going to have a really solid game. I feel like he's going to have a couple touchdowns. I just feel like he's not going to have like the yards. I think but, it's going to be a bounce back week for uh, Terry McLaurin. You know, he's been Terry just McClure. at projections, but now that Jahan Dotson's out, Curtis Samuel is a little bit questionable. And But Diami Brown isn't the squad. He had a great game last week, but who knows how that's going to hold up. Yeah, the Bears secondary has been pretty – I mean, I don't really know how to rate them, but I think yeah. Terry McLaurin could have a bounce-back game, and I think the commander's going to win as well. Yeah. Then next week – then after that, we had the Ravens and the Giants – I think I gotta give it to the Ravens this time. I don't want to be biased. <laughs> you go ahead, and be biased all you want. Go I, I feel like it's gonna be a very close game. Exactly. I have a. I think I'm gonna have it at 28-24 in favor of the Ravens. I think. And I think like Rashad Bateman, if he is available next week, I think he will have a great game. This is the game to prove like that the Giants aren't frauds. Like if the Giants exactly. win this game, they show that they're there for real. Exactly. Yeah. Because, like, to be fair, the Giants have played, like, some very, like, not good teams. Like, the Bears, exactly. Panthers. I mean, Titans are decent. But, like, the win against the Packers was really that good. That was a very good game. And I think that kind of, like, validated themselves as, you know, we're up there. We might not be contenders just yet, but we're yeah. up there in terms of good But, teams. like, the NFC East is insane this year. It's crazy how yeah. two years ago, like, that division was terrible. Exactly. Now... I mean, besides the commanders. Huge, huge like, contrast. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, nah, there's what, three so, teams um, that are four, four and one, then one team that's five and zero, oh, and another team that's one and four. So, yeah. So do do who do I have winning that game? You know, I'm gonna have to give it to the Ravens because, like, I yeah, I just don't feel like I see Lamar going off again. Yeah. I feel like last week, you know, there's a lot of skepticism on how well he's gonna play, but this week I feel like he is gonna come back to show that he is an MVP contender. Maybe not the MVP because Josh Allen is yeah, just Josh that Allen. guy. But there's no one close to Josh Allen. No one right close now. to Josh Allen, exactly. But I think he's he's here to show that he's at least a nominee. You know. Yeah. I think I think that you know if he's healthy, Rashad Bateman could be up there in terms of you know a good performance, maybe like a twenty point performance from Rashad Bateman. Yeah, you know Rashad Bateman, like he he's not playing terrible. I mean. Like he I had, think he th- had inconsistent. The last couple of weeks before he got injured, he played really badly. So. I mean, t- to be fair, like he did not play a lot his rookie season, so like yeah. he's basically coming into like his first like starts right and now. He's like the, he's the main receiver in Baltimore right now. They have no one else. So I mean, Devin Duvernay is kind of Devin Duvernay has been pretty good. Yeah, but I always I kind of see him always as a kick returner. Like a, I don't really see him as the that main receiver. So that is very true. So. And because now that Bateman is back, I don't see Duvernay putting up the same stats that he did, had been putting up before. So That is true. Then you have the Jaguars and the Colts. I think I have to give it to the – the tough one, actually. I have to give it to the Jaguars. Jaguars, because I, mean, I think if Jonathan Taylor is still injured, and now that Hines is injured, Deion Jackson is their main running back. It's just I don't that, see it happening. like, the Colts haven't – like, I saw a stat. The Colts haven't beat the Jaguars in, like, the past nine games or something like that. Exactly. So – like, like the Colts have to be coming into this with some bad blood, because yep. like last last year the Colts had a chance to make their playoffs and they blew it against the, the what was it like three and thirteen Jaguars something like that. Yeah. So like and Frank I, Reich may not have a job. He's a great yeah, coach, but he may not have. He a is job. with Matt Rule now fired. I feel like it's, you know, it's about time. Yeah, it might be the block might be kicked out now. So yeah, I feel yeah. like. You know, there's a lot on both teams. There's a lot of pressure on two different players to really bounce back. You know, Christian Kirk. Christian uh, Two Kirk. really bad games so far in the last two weeks. And, you know, Michael Pittman's also been a little bit disappointing. But I think there's a lot of pressure on them to perform again because, you know, a lot of people have both the receivers starting. And with a start that Kirk had at the beginning of the season, he yeah. has to show that he is a good receiver. If he wants like, to you know, momentum. people traded for him. Like, traded big – like big players for Christian yeah. Kirk with the amount of targets, amount of targets. I did as well. I traded uh, Eckler for Kamara and Kirk, and you know, so How's far that, hasn't really been tra- yeah. hasn't really been great. So, you know, you have to show that he's worth it. But mm-hmm. you know, another player that I really love seeing back in the league is Philip Lindsay. I'm very happy that he's back in the league. You know, he's still a really good running back. I think he got disrespected by the Broncos. And yeah, I mean, what do you go undrafted? He was undrafted then, 2018, and they made a Pro Bowl in his rookie year. Yeah, that I mean, was not, crazy. Or sophomore year. Then they signed Melvin Gordon, so he got relegated to. I still, I still don't know duties. why they did that. Why they did that? I think like, it's because that that was the COVID year, and a lot of players, you know, Gurley got released, and a lot of oh, players, yeah, Gurley did. The running back market got really scarce, and you know, Lindsey was showing signs of like slowing down because he's already what 29 at this point because he yeah. entered the draft he's very old. He's Damn. very old compared oh. to like when he's drafted. How old was he when, he, was, when he was drafted? He was well. He when he signed with the Broncos, he was twenty five or twenty four. Damn, so. that is old. 
I did yeah, not so know Lindsay that. was pretty old, and he became the first you know undrafted rookie to make the Pro Bowl as an offensive player. And you know, I do feel like James Robinson should have made the Pro Bowl that year because he. Went, I think he, I think he, also he went undrafted. To get in. Yep. Do we see Travis Etienne, you know, breaking out and James no. Robinson being traded? No. You don't see it. No. no. Travis what Etienne, about? like, it's hard to grade him. He is more of a receiver than he is a running back. So I just like don't see it from him. I don't think he's yeah. like. I don't think he's a good player. But, yeah, yeah. hopefully. I mean, I think I see him maybe you know, eventually. I think he has only one more season left to prove it. Otherwise, you know, I think the Raiders. I mean, said so the Jaguars just move on because I think it's I mean, about time. To be fair, he missed his whole rookie season last year yeah, due to injury. Exactly. So like, I feel like he still has some time to like figure it out, but like. With the Jaguars front office, the amount of money they spent the last offseason, like, I don't think they had the patience for that. Exactly. And, you know, I think the biggest anomaly still is what is happening with that Rams backfield? You know, Akers, DHJ, are they going to trade for another player? Are they going to trade for another player like they did last year? Like, what's going to happen? We don't know. They're splitting carries. I think at this point, you just don't choose any Rams running back. I don't think any Rams running back deserves to be in any team right now. I think they yeah. all deserve to be on waivers. Unless I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say like waivers. I'd say like maybe bench spots. I think they're borderline bench spot because, you know, there's players like Rex Burkett who are doing better than you know, Cam Akers, who was projected to be like a top run, top 15 running back in fantasy this year. Yeah, Cam Akers was projected high. He was very high. Top 12, top 10. It was incredible. I'm pretty sure he was like 23 overall. Yeah, like Najee as well, another player who is yeah, really high and just hasn't shown that capability to go super high. And, you know, I hope he bounces back. I think the Steelers really need him because they don't have anywhere else to go right now instead of Deontay and Najee Harris on offense. So George Pickens hopefully can, you know, take up the load. And he yeah. has been under uh, under Kenny Pickett. So. Pickens has, like, been playing good recently. Yeah, that's a player I really believe in. I think Pickens could pick up the slack, you know, the Steelers and you know make a big impact, but like this, it all depends on how much you get Steelers targeted. In a very weird spot right now, yeah. Because like they have a lot of good players, it's just that they are old. Like Cameron Hayward's yeah. getting up there, TJ Watt's getting up there. Yeah, exactly. TJ Watt is what twenty nine, twenty eight. I think he's twenty eight. So yeah, like twenty eight, and that's pretty old for a defender now. He only has like three good years left in him. So I don't know. Like, if I'm the Steelers GM, like, I what do I do? Exactly. I mean, they don't have anyone in their franchise outside of well, TJ Watt. So Deontay Johnson is like butterfingers sometimes. And it's good that he has he has his. And it's good that he's improved a lot. He has improved. He's shown that improvement. But is it enough to carry the Steelers to maybe a winning record and keep a Mike Tomlin's only claim to fame? Yeah, that is true. Mike Tomlin has been hanging on to that for a while. Yeah. Moving on to the Patriots versus Browns. That's another big game. I think the Patriots win this one. But, you know, I'm going to have to give this one to the Patriots. Yeah. I think the Patriots deserve it. I think uh, Bailey Zapp has been a little bit – I think he's on like a Cooper Rush kind of thing where he doesn't do anything, but he's winning games, so you can't can't count him out. That is, yeah. Especially that I mean, Lions game last week, he did well. He he's literally just well. Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones has he been doing Mac the Jones, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, Mac Jones may not have like the best passing stat line, but like, he exactly. wins games, so can't be complaining about it. 
Yeah, that's another underrated player on the Patriots is Jacoby Myers. Very good player, yeah, I think. In my opinion, he's class. Uh, you know, the games he had when he's been healthy is just incredible. And I feel like that's a wide receiver that's being overlooked a lot, but is actually very, very good. And I just think he deserves more respect. Yeah, I mean, Jacoby Myers, like, I remember since he was drafted until, like, last year, he had zero receiving touchdowns, which is honestly, like, very – he like wasn't sad. even drafted. He was undrafted. That year. Yeah, which is honestly like very sad considering, like, how long he's been in the league and how good he's, like... Three he's, years now, but... He's, like, maintained, like, a decent level. Where, exactly. Like, like you think he'd have, like, a more receiving touchdowns, but, like, he doesn't have a lot. I think so. The, the weirdest thing is, what is going on at tight end with the Patriots? Like, they spent so much money last year signing two big tight that ends. That is and, true. Like, it panned out. No, Hunter Henry's been mid... John Smith is barely getting any receptions. Like, you know, what he had, did he even have a, like any catch last year? Like, no, right? Um, he had like 10. I think, I'm pretty sure they, I'm pretty sure they did. But, um, what's it called? Yeah, they signed a like, four year 50 million deal, and I, I don't think he deserved it whatsoever. I feel like the Patriots are really just working on the, their run game because, like, they have Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson. That is a very you – know, Harris is doubtful this week as well. Who knows if he's going to even play. I know, but, but... Ramondre Stevenson has been very good. Very, so very good. And I think he deserves to start in fantasy this yeah, year. Yeah, I deserve – he. Des- at least. I, th- I think he deserves to start over Pierce. Or not, not Pierce. <laughs> Damian Robinson. Harris. Damian Harris? Yeah, yeah, I think he deserves to start over him. Yeah, I like, think – I think it depends on what happens this game. If he struggles this game, then I think Harris remains starter. But I feel like if he plays very well, like a 100-plus yard game, maybe a touchdown. I don't think he needs a touchdown. If he can get over 100 yards, average at least five, six yards per carry, I, mean, I think he deserves a start. So I mean, you got to take into account that the Browns' defense is very good. Is Yeah, it's, it's decent. I mean, they have Miles Garrett up there. He's always amazing. Yeah. Um Denzel Ward in the secondary. Denzel I mean, their defense incredible. I think they have a few stars, but the rest of the defense need to pick it up. Yeah. I mean, JOK could develop into a good defender, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, and they have to maintain at least a good record until – Exactly. If they can at least keep it, like, you know, 5-6 or 6-5, six, yeah, I think that's okay. That's not bad until, until Deshaun the, comes back. Yeah, until that guy comes back. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we don't mention his name around no, here. Well, you know, maybe we'll, we'll maybe talk about it different maybe, episode. Maybe, but uh, innocence of proven guilty. So okay, you know, we can't say much. But obviously, there's a lot of a lot of skepticism around that. Let's not touch into that just yet. But yeah, so next game, Bengals versus Saints. I, I think it depends on that Saints wide receiver core being healthy or not. Yeah, I mean, Chris Olave. If he plays, I feel like the Saints have. Somewhat of a chance, but like Michael if he Thomas doesn't, to play as well. You know, yeah, he's Michael Thomas. Too. I don't even know what injury he has. He's just like dealing with the same ankle injury. Yeah, he or... just disappears like he usually does. Oh yeah. You don't even know where he is. Slant boy, slant man. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten so much criticism over the years. Like he had a couple good games this season. A foot but, injury. Like, the foot injury. Yeah, but like he just can't stay on the field, man. It's exactly. It's it so sucks. tough with him. Like when he, when he's healthy, he is a Top ten receiver, maybe maybe but, top eight even. Yeah. I think he needs to show that he's a top eight receiver. And then the, I think the last can... full season he was healthy, he broke the what's it called the reception record, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, so like it's t- so tough with him. 
I mean, then again, the Saints do have the best tight end in the league slash QB. But, uh, yeah. you know, Taysom Hill has to, you know, the the best rushing tight end ever, probably. Who knows? I feel like Have you if... ever seen a tight end being getting rushing yards? Like, it's incredible. Like, wow. I feel like if Olave is out, I feel like they're going to have to rely heavily on Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill, Jarvis Landry even might have a big game. I don't know. I mean, Jarvis Landry. He's old now. You know, he, is, not... he is not what he used to be. Even like no. with the Browns, like he wasn't he, even. That last good. season wasn't good. Like the first season of the Browns, he was great. Then it just went downhill from there, I think. Yeah, no, it's, it's so tough. It's sad because, you know, Jarvis Landry was the heart of that Browns team. You know, the, the, the amount of stuff he did for Cleveland, you know, a lot of Cleveland fans were He so, recruited so Odell. For Odell, he saved that team, you know. Yeah. He had a connection with Baker, and then Baker's just, oh my God. We, should, we yeah, can get into that later. Get into that later. But okay. Yeah. So I we the... can talk about this. Let's just get all of these predictions in, you know. So, yeah, I, I have the Bengals winning this. Yeah. But I I think it depends on if Jameis starts, I have the Bengals winning it. If Andy Dalton starts, I still have the Bengals winning it. So, yeah. yeah. Bucks Steelers, I think it's pretty obvious the Bucks are going to yeah. win this one. Just but the Steelers. We mind. Yeah. The Steelers are just. Unless Najee can pick it up, there's no shot. Even if Najee does pick, he's there's no way he picks it up against that Bucks defense. I just exactly. think there's no chance. No shot, no chance at all. And I think like, um, we do have to pick like some upset because you know there is going to be one upset. Yeah, at least. It, it's the NFL. Like it's going to happen. There has been like an upset every week this every season. week. Like the Jets Multiple. one was an upset. You know the Raiders Chiefs was almost an upset. Cardinals Eagles. People say the Giants. Packers is an upset. I mean, maybe, I, maybe I agree, but you know, like Colts, they, Broncos. We were we were three and upset. one for a reason. So Colts and Broncos technically an upset. If we're going back to Week Four, we had the Browns, Falcons. Falcons winning a game was just wow. Then you have uh, what was it? Raiders, Broncos is technically an upset, but at the momentum, the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, going, I don't think it's not. Uh, Jaguars, Chargers, Week Three was obviously yeah, no. an upset. That was incredible. I mean. Jay Herbo wasn't 100% healthy, so you exactly. can't really... Can't count him out, but... Eckler, what a comeback he's had from that. Don't want to. Um, yeah. I, I drafted him, and uh, I overreacted, so... Hey, but you traded him for Saquon, so it's okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess that's Saquon right. Saquon has been the second best running back in the league right now, behind Chubb, so... Yeah, maybe maybe you can give him. The top I'm so shot, glad that Saquon is exactly. playing on an elite level again. I mean, exactly. Like, it's it's amazing. It's so, just um, great to see. You know, I think he deserves maybe C CPOI, but I don't know because he played last year, so I don't know if he counts towards CPOI. But I mean, when when Ryan Tannehill won it, he did. He played the year before. Oh, he it's did. Just that he okay. played very bad. Very bad, exactly. So I and, you know, feel he like didn't he play that great it. with the Titans. Like he wasn't that great with the Titans. It's just that Derrick Henry carried him. Yeah, that that's great record. Then moving on to the Niners Falcons, I have uh, that's I think I have the Niners winning that one still. You know what? I'm taking the Falcons here. I'm taking the Falcons. I just feel like J Jimmy G is gonna struggle. I mean, I mean, we it all depends on one man. I think it depends on Kyle Pitts. If they can bring in Kyle Pitts and have a good game, then yes. Because the one week that Falcons won that game against, I want to say it was the Browns, Kyle Pitts had a good game, I'm pretty sure. That was the week he, that Kyle Pitts didn't have like two well. receptions. 
I think for Kyle Pitts. Oh, that wasn't the week that that happened. I think it was uh, maybe it was week two. I think he had one week where he had a decent game, and I think it was the game against Seahawks. I think maybe. Yeah, he had five receptions for eighty-seven yards, which is which is what he should get, be getting. But it's, like to be honest, that's not even like that. That's good. great. Yeah, but he should be getting that in the least. Like, yeah, I think getting two receptions for twelve yards isn't gonna cut it. Especially they want to win. You know, Arthur Smith was saying, "Oh, this isn't fantasy." Well, yeah, it's not fantasy. It's real life, and Kyle Pitts is your best player. He was he, like he wasn't the best. Like the what was he like the highest drafted tight end in NFL history? I think he was, yeah. Yeah. So like you're you're really just wasting his talent at this point. Exactly. So you want to show that. Otherwise, I think you should just trade him, and he's still worth a lot because he's shown that he's capable. But yeah. when they have a quarterback like Mariota who refuses to pass to him, it's just not yeah, Mariota is just he's like Lamar. He does just doesn't pass. Exactly. But Desmond Ritter, who knows how he can De- do Desmond it. Ritter, I feel that. like he'll I I'm optimistic about David Desmond Ritter. I mean Yeah. At Cincinnati he was amazing. It's just like well that translates to that NFL. But we do have to remember that Cordero Patterson is still injured. So Yeah. So, you know. You know hopefully still, they can bring it back, but you know right now with, it's not looking great. With the Falcons losing Deion Jones. I oh just, yeah, that trade I feel like they're not. definitely like in rebuild mode. But I still yeah, exactly. have them winning this game. So I think the Niners can still do it. Because I feel like Jeff Wilson will have a decent game. Because he's shown that he's not a bad running back at all. Like, he's still a good running back. Yeah, but... I mean, the 49ers running back room is just, like, it's just a bunch of, like, pretty good running backs. I mean, Elijah yep. Mitchell is really good. Jeff Wilson shows that he can be Mosher a good running back. was back there. Mosher was back there. But what um, a game he had last week, by the way, Mostert. Yeah, I mean, they had Trey Sermon back there. Trey Sermon, and then they traded – no, they released him, right? Yeah, they released him. I don't know why they did that. But... Yeah, I don't know why they did that. I mean – Wait, the Eagles now, I think? Yeah, I think so. I think he's on that practice, the practice squad. Yeah, I think he deserves much more. I feel like another team should give him the chance because it's like too there's... soon. He's been there for one year. And you're there there are like... teams with, like, a much worse running back – like, like for for example, the Fal the Falcons. Like yeah, they have Tyler Algier at running back right now. Without I feel like Patterson. they should definitely give Trey Sermon a chance. Like a lot exactly. of players should deserve a chance. Maybe but, the you know uh, I think another team, Commanders. You know Brian Robinson. That was a great comeback. I think that was yeah, the coolest Brian thing I've Robinson. seen. Did you see the video where he entered the game? Yeah, fifty cent. That was incredible. <laughs> I mean. He just got shot twice. Yeah, dude, like, dude, dude is dude is tough. I mean, he played well. I think. Like, yeah, he did, he did decent. I mean, for like a back, rookie coming to his a... first pl- first starter after, and he just came back from being shot. Like, yeah, that's like... not bad. I know he only got two and a half yards per carry, but still, like, it's still respectable for sure. Yeah. Keep in mind, like a shot will always remain with you forever. So if you can that bring it true. back up, I think he deserves that chance. Jets versus Packers. That's an interesting. I have the Jets winning this one, honestly. You have the Jets winning this. I, I think the know. Jets could. Dis- I, I think the Jets could beat the Packers, but it all depends on Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. I think. I I got the Packers winning this. I mean, the I Jets. Think Zach Wilson has shown that he is decent. He hasn't shown that he's great because you know we still have last year to yeah, bring him to fold. But 
maybe they put Braxton Barrios at quarterback and Zach Wilson at wide receiver. That may change things, but also Sauce Gardner. Jesus, Sauce Gardner what a is. player! What a player! I wanted the Giants to get him so bad. Yeah, you know, one of the I think another player, another defender, defensive player we haven't really talked about much that deserves more respect is Jeff Okuda. Yeah, Jeff Okuda has really turned it around. After I think, wasn't he injured like for full season? I think he was. I'm not sure about that though. Yeah, he played one game last year and then nine games the year before, and so far he's been incredible. So yeah, I mean, he deserves more respect. That, sure. th- the rest of the defense is just not. Hutchinson, how has he been? I haven't really been paying attention to Hutchinson. So he had a good week too, but I haven't really heard yeah. of him since. So I, I think DPOY is locked up with Gardner. I think yeah. he has locked that in. He is. Who did the Texans just... pick again? Who was the person they picked again? The Third Panthers. Pick? The Texans. Oh, Texans. Oh, Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley. How's he been? I think he had his first pick last week. So, I mean. That's good. Hey, that's one more than uh, Jamal Adams, right? Yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's a good start for you. All right. Yeah, I mean, you draft a guy that high over Sauce Garner, you better better. You have, to, well. you have to play more, though, for sure. You have to play much better to even be at Sauce Gardner's level, I think. Yeah, no. Sauce I think. Garner. I'm trying to like you know debate who I think are my top three cornerbacks in the league right now. I, I think Sertan and Sauce Gardner have to already be up there. You say Sauce Gardner's up there already? I think he's been playing really, really well. Like the way he blocked Justin like, Jefferson. I, I just, mean, the, let's just look at the receivers he's played so far. So let's go to the Jets. I know, just feel like it's way schedule. too early, don't you think? Maybe, but I feel like he'll definitely be there by next year, hundred percent by next yeah. year. Yeah. So like last year he was on. I mean last week he was on Tyree Kill and Tyree Kill got what like four four receptions before he got injured, and then Jalen Waddle got like one reception the entire game after Gardner went on him. Yeah, Tyree that's true. Then Deontay Johnson did nothing last week when the Jets were on him. The week before that, Jamar Chase played. Jamar Chase has been horrible so far, but that's another story. I don't. As well. I don't think he's horrible. I mean, yeah, he's definitely underperforming, but like, I don't think we can call him horrible. I think the potential is still. I think the ability is still there. I just feel like he's not getting the opportunities that you know he deserves. Yeah, that's true. The Browns. He's on Cooper, right? That week. Is that the week that he did really well, Amari? I don't. I th- I think so. I'm not. I'm not sure though. Oh, so maybe that's like vindicative of Amari. Who knows? Then week one, he was on. I think it was Bateman. Bateman had a good game that week, though. So. Yeah, but it's his first game. So exactly. You can't, really, you can't really count him out. There. But I still feel like it's way too early to, like, as a top three corner. Maybe, like, maybe it's too soon. I, I I would say number one is Ramsey. Number two is probably AJ Terrell. And number yeah. three, Pat Sertan. Yeah, I, I, I'd agree with that. That I think that's a pretty good. I just feel like he's top five at best. Yeah. I think the Vikings have to go. They're going to win against the Dolphins, I think. That's the next game. I think the Vikings going to beat the Dolphins. But Okay. If Tua is playing, which he – Tua's not playing. He probably isn't. No, I, I think Vikings won anything. I think did... they ruled him out. Yeah, they did. They did. Okay, then I have the Vikings winning. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think Skylar Thompson can do enough to lift them over the yeah, Vikings. The Vikings have been playing really well. I mean, they're four and one. They're four and so. one. Yeah, and they're gonna, I think they're going to win the division. No shot. There's no. There's no other team that could even come close to them. I think. I mean, the Packers. Well, that's the thing. I think the Packers are going to finish ten and seven, maybe at max. 
Uh, I feel like the Vikings are going to finish 12 and 5, 11 and 6, but I think the Packers are going to finish 10 and 7. I also feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to run out of patience with his very exactly. like, young receivers. Yeah, we saw what he said to his uh, wide receiver the other week, right? Yeah. I don't really want to mention it because you don't want to be oh, wasn't, money. But... Wasn't, wasn't that to his – um? I think it was to his center, not his wide receiver. Center, his center? It was his center? Yeah. Okay. He's like, go over there with some other industrial language. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Panthers-Rams, just, let's just okay. move on. We know who's going to yeah. win that one. You know, I'm let's, let's, let's know. talk about the Panthers, though. Yeah. Like, they have – they fired Matt Rule. They're clearly just trying to reset again. Yeah, I feel like luck paying Matt Rule that forty million. I feel like DJ Moore is going to be traded. DJ Moore or McCaffrey, they're going to be traded. I don't think McCaffrey can be traded. I think DJ Moore will be traded. There's no chance they trade McCaffrey. Otherwise, the fan base will have a riot because McCaffrey is the only person on that team that has any potential on that offense outside of DJ Moore, and DJ Moore hasn't been doing anything at all so far. So, yeah, that's true. I mean, Robbie Anderson could take over that number one role and maybe he could show up. But if Baker Mayfield is just Baker he's Mayfield. going to the moon. Oh my god. If he, if he thinks that the moon is his number one receiver, then there's no chance that DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson even get one catch. Yeah, no. Before Baker got hurt, he was the worst quarterback in the league and there's no competition. Yeah, I think so. I feel like Baker Mayfield might be one of the biggest busts as well in NFL history. Not one of the biggest, but he's definitely a big bust. Yeah. Is... It's sad, but I also want to see more from J.C. Horn, you know. Lots of talk was there about, especially from one of my Yeah, J.C. Horn has been playing pretty good. I mean, He's been playing pretty good, but there's a lot of talk, especially from one of my closest friends who's a Panthers fan. Robbie shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, J.C. Horn is better than Patrick Sertan. I don't see that ever happening. Did he, did he actually say that? He said that before that, the season that, started. That is wild. Yeah. That is fun. That's yeah. But, I think um, the best defender in the league, obviously Parsons, but the best secondary Parsons is yeah. oh my god, he's too good. He's he too is, good. It's only his second year. I'm so second scared to, what, to what's to come, especially Imagine being in the same TJ division. Watt year. Like year five was it last year for TJ okay. Watt? I think so. God, well, it's so scary to see, especially yeah. in the same division as him, two games a week. Like how good he's gonna be. Exactly. I, I, I'm I'm really scared. Then the Rams, you know, uh, Matthew Stafford has his uh, preferences as to who he likes to uh, donate the ball to in terms of uh, receivers, such as uh, Allen Robinson versus Cooper Cup, you know, so on and so forth. And I feel like there's a good chance that Allen Robinson is probably – if you have Allen Robinson in your starting lineup or if you just have him at all in your roster, just get rid of him. I feel like there's no point having Allen Robinson for the foreseeable future because I just don't see that connection between him and Stafford. Yeah, and I, I feel like there's a lot that needs to be done there to make that connection more. So, I feel like the Rams lost a lot of key players after they, their Super Bowl run, which is... Yeah, because they spent all their salary cap, they spent all their draft picks... I think I'm, they're probably the worst team in the next two years. Hmm. Stafford's already gone. Stafford's already one of the worst QBs in the league. I don't think it's going to be that soon. But, yeah, I do feel like they're going to 2025, be 2025, I don't see them, you know, making even. I, I definitely feel like they're going to be competing in the next two years. But, like, after that, I just, I just don't see it. It's all on Cooper Cup. 
If Cooper yeah, Cup Cooper can produce, is. then it's fine. If you can't, then it's over. It looks like Cooper Cup is going to literally do what he did last season, which is exactly. honestly insane. Yeah. That, he just had the best receiver season of all time, and he might do it yeah, again. I don't think Matt Stafford knows who Allen Robinson is. So, you know, he just knows Cooper Cup. That's it. And he just throws And uh, what's what, Ben Skoranek. Ben Skoranek. Tyler Higby. <laughs> Tyler Higby. My God. Yeah, there's a bit of a trend going on here. Yeah, but... yeah if you can notice it, then you're a genius. That's all I have to say. It's not very hard to figure out. Just connect the dots. But there you go. Cardinal Seahawks. I I think this is where I have my second upset. I have the Seahawks winning. You're here. taking the Seahawks here. I'm taking the Seahawks here. That is I think, bold. I think Kyler Murray. Hopefully, this doesn't happen because I need Kyler to produce. Because I am versing you in my fantasy next week, mm-hmm. and Kyler needs to clutch up because you are also three and two. You have higher projections than me this week because Devontae's on my bench, and um, you know who knows, but. I hopefully actually you know what just because I need Kyler to do well I'm gonna take the Cardinals. I don't want to bring any yeah. bad mojo on Kyler this week. I Arizona please. You know James Connor fumble like six times. Let Kyler recover the ball and run for a touchdown like 80 yards. That's perfect for me. <laughs> but yeah, no, like surprisingly this game like is honestly like one of the closer ones. I mean Seahawks have been su- playing surprisingly well. And also. The Cardinals have been a little bit disappointing, if I'm being honest. I mean, they have been playing some pretty good teams. They've had a tough schedule for sure. But I think there are moments, especially last week with that kick. But, you know, that was just unfortunate. But what can you do? It is is the Eagles. I feel like if they had Matt Prater, they would have sent it to overtime. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if if they would have won, but they probably would have sent it to overtime. Yeah. I think that Rams loss was a little bit tough. I think yeah. that was a really good chance. They should have won that game, but it's all in college. Cooper but Rush. Cooper Rush. I mean, then I think I also have uh, – hold on. I think James Conner should be benched. Mm. I think for, it's a bold statement, but I think Eno Benjamin for, should get the start. Eno Benjamin? Their kicker slash running back should get the start over James Conner, in my opinion. <sighs> I, I, if not, I, they should trade for a better running back. I James still Conner, say, I, I think, is just a touchdown merchant, in my opinion. I still say it's too soon, but it's too soon. Yeah, I mean, because his his, I think last game he had a decent game for sure, but before that he's just been horrendous. Yeah, but he had a really good season last year. I really don't last think he's him out. Just I yet. think last year. Let me just see his yardage last year because I just saw him as a touchdown. I, I, I just saw him as a touchdown merchant. So. I'm pretty sure he's out this week as well. So pick up Eno Benjamin if you can before it's too late. Yeah, he had 752 yards. That's it. Rushing. That's not that good. 3.7, 3.7 average. Like I said, he's not that great. He's overrated, in my opinion. I think just because of the touchdowns that everyone's like, oh, he's such a goat. He's amazing. Yeah. I mean, James Conner's definitely like one of those running backs that. Might not see a job next season if he continues the way he's playing. I think deserves a job still because of the touchdown merchant. Just not, not as it's not as a starter. Not as a starter. Not as a starter. Not as a starter. Exactly. I think there are a lot of better bench players that could start with the Cardinals. Maybe Kareem Hunt. I don't think the Browns would be willing to trade him, but maybe Kareem Hunt is an option. You know, I mean, there's a lot of other running backs that could start for the Cardinals over Connor. I mean, if you're Kareem Hunt, like you got to be running out of patience. Exactly. Like, you have so much talent, and you're over here as the backup running back. I just exactly. 
I think it's time. I think it's time to go. I feel like he can be so good somewhere else. Maybe one of Etienne or Robinson, even. Who knows? Maybe one of them. That could be know. an option. How about, you know, another interesting one is AJ Dillon. What's going on over there? Is they going to convert Aaron Jones wide receiver? What's going to happen? I mean, Michael? Aaron Jones, they, they gave him so much money. Much money, I, but. I feel like that was. I, I really disagree with, with that decision. I mean, they just yeah. drafted AJ Dillon, which is already. Exactly. Like a very controversial. Know. Yeah. So, they drafted him pretty high too. What was it like, third round or second round? AJ Dillon, I think, it was second round. Right? Yeah, it was pretty early, very yeah. early, I think. Like to just pay like a running back that money, and it's just not even give him that many carries per game. Like it's just not. Yeah, and especially with the lackluster receiver room in Green Bay, I just feel like yeah, you need more value coming out of your running backs. Yep. And then, all right, so we have, like, I think, what, three games left to predict. And then I think we can just talk about, you know, who we think is going to do well, who's not going to do well as a players for fantasy. Mm-hmm. And I think we just end it there, I think. Because right, I have an important job to finish before I close the lights. So I have okay. a lot of stuff to do. So let's just get on with it. But next, this I think this is the prime time game. This is the biggest game of the week, Bills versus Chiefs. If you're no. at home, you have to watch it. If yeah. you can watch it, you have to watch it. Was it if Sunday not, night? Find some legal website. No, it's Sunday afternoon, four twenty-five. Oh. Sunday night is Cowboys Eagles. Another good game. Another very good game. Cowboys Eagles. Yeah, we have some good primetime games. Yeah, and then the Monday night game. It's. I think it's actually going to be a good game. The Monday night game, Broncos versus Chargers. I think can also be good. Broncos I know, versus Chargers. I know, yes, I know that the Broncos have been stinky. But we'll come to it after we finish the other two games. But Bills and Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning this one. I have the Bills. I just think the Bills have been playing so good recently. They have all the momentum going. I mean, the Chiefs, they barely won against the Raiders. And that Colts loss was a little bit. I just feel like the Bills cannot be stopped. I still think there's a really good chance that it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a high score close game. Obviously. But... I think the Chiefs have an edge. It all depends on if the wide receiver core can perform. Yeah, you can't have Marquez Valdez Scantling getting reps and Sky Moore getting one reception for like five targets. Yeah, so I mean, they got to find Sky the target relegated. Yeah, Juju isn't it. I think Juju has to go at the end of the season. I think it's too early to say, but at I the just... momentum that he's at right now, I don't see him having a spot next year. The Chiefs. Because Andy Reid is not a guy; is he's a no-nonsense coach. He won't take you know like these like, you know like, not I'm trying to find the right word for it. Like careless, you know, social media obsessed like personalities like Juju, like Trav Kelsey. You know he's dedicated to the game. Mahomes dedicated to the game. You know Tyreek was dedicated to the game. Clyde seems to be dedicated to the game. These guys are locked in, and they know what yeah. they're doing. Juju isn't really as dedicated as the others in this team are. Sky Moore, maybe not as well, but we have to see more from Sky Moore, I think. I expected a lot coming out of Sky Moore. I feel like yeah. he would be like Tyree, Tyree Killer replacement. He's really fast. I mean, I just. I Where do they draft him? Like, I think, I think second round? round. I think second, second round. round. Yeah, second round. Wow. Jeez. And Tyree Killer was drafted late due to. I think it was due to some. Sixth like, round. Sixth round. Yeah, I think he got drafted late because of. Um, what was see. it called? 
I think like injury maybe. No, it wasn't oh, injury. I think. I think it's because they oh, were concerned about his, his like, attitude. Domestic violence arrest. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty sure that was before. That was one like. Yeah, he, got, he, was projected, he was projected to be undrafted during the 2016 draft, mainly due to his domestic violence arrest. Oh, yeah. And apparently, the University of West Alabama announced that Hill enrolled him to play football for them. But they initially turned down, the coach initially turned down Hill after he read the police report detailing how he choked and hit his girlfriend. And then we know that Tyreek did the same thing after he joined the league. So, yeah. You know. I mean, hopefully, Tyreek can turn his you know, attitude around. I think he's. Definitely grown as a person, but yeah, most definitely. I can't say much because you know, once you once you do a crime, you're always going to be labeled as that guy. We see with many other people in the league that you know their reputation's gone through the window. Tyreek has yeah. kind of recovered it. There's a lot of other players I think in this league we shall not name that maybe their <clears throat> reputation is uh, you know I don't think it can be recovered, but. You have yeah. to show a lot in terms of what you do after to bring it back up. And I think Tyreek has done that. So, Yeah, I mean, Tyreek, just a great player. Just not really. Great person. Yeah. And that, that's the same thing for, like, a lot of football players, like Aaron Rodgers. I've been seeing the uh, Stefan Diggs news. Oh, what happened with Stefan Diggs? So he went on Von Miller's podcast, and so among a bunch of other things, he was talking about his trade to the Bills. Apparently, the Vikings almost traded into the Jets in the middle of the season. Oh, and no. he said, "Just trade me, just trade me." And then it fell through. And then Stefan's like, "Actually, you know what? Send me to Buffalo. I don't want to be here. Send me to Buffalo." Damn. They're probably they're talking about Buffalo food, and then he like went on some like. You know, that's, that's like it, but... three times the Jets. Jets. They're looking almost... at everybody, but they haven't done anything. Like, like that's that's three times the Jets could have gotten the superstar receiver. There was um Tyreek. Tyreek. There was Diggs. Debo. Debo, right? Yeah. And AJ as well, right? Wasn't AJ Brown out there as well? I don't think it was AJ. Speaking of which, last game wasn't great for AJ, but do you, okay. I think it's... I do see a bounce back. No, he's, he's definitely going to bounce back. There's no way he yeah. doesn't. Exactly. AJ Brown is just top. I'd say he's the seventh best receiver in the league right now. Yeah, I'd say he's top ten. I don't know where to rank him in the top ten, but he's definitely top. I think we, I think we put another podcast up later with our yeah. rankings. Not right now. A little bit later, but. But um, what do you have after the Chiefs Bills? Cowboys Eagles. That's our Sunday night football game. You know, I think I have the Eagles still winning here. I hope the Eagles win. I hate the Cowboys. But I just, passion, I hate so. both teams. So like it's tough to decide who's gonna win. See, I'm a I was born in Philly, but when I first watched NFL, it was the Broncos. So I chose the Broncos, my favorite team. But the Eagles are my I'd say my second favorite team. But I don't really support them with the passion. So yeah, I think I I would support them over any other team outside the Broncos. But I don't really care. But it depends on Jalen Hurts. If he plays like the way he did against the Jaguars, there's a really good chance the Cowboys will win. Because like Michael Parsons Hurts... is there. It's just, it's so tough to rank Jalen Hurts, because like he is not really a good passer throwing the ball. Yeah, but he is. That's a rusher. He's probably the best in the league. No, second best in the league. Well, Lamar, 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 no, yeah. I I forgot about Lamar. I just thought like James, Tyler, and Patrick for a second. Honestly, he might even be third because Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I was about to say yeah. In top five would have to be Lamar, then Allen. Then probably Jalen, Kyler, and then Mahomes, I think. 
Mahomes is a tough. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Is there any other running? I mean, Mariota, Geno Smith. I, I, mean, I, I to be honest, like, I'd rather Mariota than Mahomes. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett. Did he have like a two rushing touchdown so far this season? I think so. I mean, I still yeah, don't think he's had. <coughs> yeah, he's had. Uh... He's been decent, not great, but not horrible. I think Brissett. Yeah. All right, and then um, yeah, Broncos so... Chargers. Broncos Chargers. I, you know what? You can call me biased, but I've seen the Broncos Chargers games. There's something about the Chargers when they versus the Broncos. They just crumble. They just crumble, and I think the Broncos are going to win this game. You know, I don't care about whatever you said. I had the Chargers winning by a lot. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. That's on you. But the last time the Broncos and Chargers played, I'm pretty sure the Char- the Broncos won. And that was with Teddy Bridgewater. I know okay, Bridgewater I, is better than Russell Wilson right now. Right yeah. now. But I think because KJ Hamler is a different beast against the Chargers. Every time he played the Chargers, he's had an incredible game. And if the Russell Wilson can see that KJ Hamler is just a person, I think it's over. I just you know? I just don't think the Broncos can just gain any momentum after that loss against the Colts. They literally had so many chances to win that game and they just couldn't they just couldn't do it. Yeah. KJ Hamler, know. wide open. Russell yeah. Wilson. Wow. I think Russell Wilson got some glasses now over the weekend, so I think we're fine. But he got he got glasses. Wow. He got glasses. I think it's <laughs> enough for him. So that's my opinion. That's how I feel. Jerry Judy has to pick it up as well, in my opinion. I, I just think. don't feel like Jerry Judy's getting enough targets. I mean, yeah, that's true. Corlin Sutton's been getting everything, and Corlin Sutton, I think, is a top fifteen running wide receiver in the league. So yeah, I, he I deserves so. the targets. But I mean, for I the first time, the, the nod over Alberto as well. I think he's been yeah. playing pretty well. I mean, for a first round receiver like Jerry Judy, you expect him. Too. Picked over CD, picked over Justin Jefferson. Like, there's a lot of wide receivers who went behind him, and only He's... one wide receiver before him in the draft. Any guesses towards who that is? I don't like, you know, but let's not bring his name up. Yeah, let's not bring his name up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think you can. If you're uh, if you're listening, you probably can deduce yeah. who we're talking about. 156. That's all. That's all we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the Broncos will win. You think the Chargers will win. That's the split we have. But all right, all right we should probably keep track of them, track yeah. of these takes, and like yeah. at the end of the season, we can see who, who has wins. the better. Yeah, who's been better? Yeah. So now I guess you could talk about who we think is gonna do really. Like I think who is like underappreciated this week, and who's gonna tank. Underappreciated. Like who's gonna you know boom compared to what they projected. Um, I think I'm gonna start off with uh, Kenneth Walker. I think he. Yeah, Kenneth Walker. I mean, in fantasy, he's good. He was good last week. He's last good. week and only eight carries. He produced. He, I mean, 88 yards touchdown. Like that's great. Yeah. I think Zeke is gonna bust again. I just don't Zeke, see him. Zeke is. I I would I would not be surprised if they give the starting role to Tony Pollard soon. Tony yeah. Pollard has been playing out of his mind whenever he gets the chance. So, I mean, except for that one game against the Commanders, where he had eight carries and six yards. So okay, I don't yeah. know, but like I when, think he pick it back up. I think it's just an anomaly there, but yeah, no, I just feel like he can get. 
so much. The Cowboys need Zeke to step up, and he hasn't. Another thing I feel like I don't know really what to make them out of is the commander's backfield, like McKissick, Gibson, Robinson. What's going on over there? I think I don't. I'm think about to feel about the commanders. Period. Like, yeah, yeah. Wentz, it's like he's what? his uh, his quarterback play is more undecidable and like inconsistent than Kanye's tweet. Yeah. So I mean, you know, like Wentz, he's been playing well. It's just that like he chokes in moments. Yeah, and that one game, except that one game that we don't want to talk about, but unless you, unless you do want to talk about it, well, like the last game you had, or no, no, the Eagles game. Oh yeah, that yeah. was tragic. And and the uh, the Cowboys game as well. But uh, I think another player that we should talk about is Mac Jones. Oh, I mean Daily Zap. Sorry. Uh, I mean they're the same person. Simple, simple mistake. I'm sorry about that. Sorry I for mean, all the mistakes I made in this uh, this podcast with Mac Jones and Daily Zap. I mean they 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 practically are the same person. Just look at just look at Google, man. Just put the photo side by side, and you'll do it too. Like, like did you see the meme where it was like Bailey Zap looks like a. Mac Jones. Like an actor that would play Mac Jones, Mac in, the Jones in the Alabama movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I saw <laughs> like, that one. That was great. That he was great. plays the same. They're, like, they're practically the same person. Yeah. Except they drafted Mac Jones in the first round, which is definitely... Which running back do you think is going to have the highest total this week? I, You know, I, I, I want to say Saquon. I'm going to say Saquon. I don't care what you say. I know you're going to say, I know you're going to say Saquon. I think... It's just... The Bravens' defense has not been the best this year. Yep. You know, they've choked almost every game they played in except their last game against the Bengals, um, which was honestly just a really weird game. So, According yeah. to my random number generator. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in my brain. Uh, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. The person the Dolphins' defense who are 26th ranked, well, according to Fantasy. You know, he's coming off a great game. He's coming off an amazing game. I, I do feel like ride in, the so. Vikings are starting to give much more carries to Alexander Madison. Madison. Yeah, Madison. But last game, you know, two rushing touchdowns, 18 carries, 94 yards. Like, I mean, you know, you, you see, you've seen this coming. We waited too long for Dalvin Cook to break out of his shell, as you would say. Yeah. So, it's... I it's, mean, Madison got, what, nine carries? I think it's like they're relying on the running... A lot more, but Dalvin they, Cook they is have still getting one of the best 20. receiver rooms in the league. They have Justin Jefferson, Dillon, Dillon, Jefferson, KJ like, Osborne. Osborne I mean, is incredible. Yeah, I think Dalvin Cook will score the most points. <laughs> then I think Saquon. I think Eckler will struggle this week. Who's oh, Eckler's playing the Broncos? Hopefully right? not. Hopefully not. But you know, I do feel like I do feel like Eckler's going to struggle. Like the Broncos McCaffrey will also struggle. I think Donald is there. To say hello, Wagner is there to say hello. I think McCaffrey will also struggle. Yeah, I mean McCaffrey had a slow start to the season. Started to pick it up with some pretty good performances. What do you that like? 25? I think Chubb will. Chubb's also up there in terms of you know the highest totals last. Who's he week. playing? The Patriots. Patriots. I. I don't think Chubb is going to do that well. I still feel like he's going to get, get like 18. a decent amount. Yeah, I feel I like he'll get like 16, thirteen or fourteen. I do get 16-18, but he won't get like a 26, like 27 yeah. total point thing. Because I think Saquon can get 25 next yeah. week. Yeah. The problem with Chubb is that like he, he is so good in non-PPR leagues, but in PPR. Leagues, he's not that great. Yeah. He is. I mean, he's still great. He's still he's great. amazing. He's number two like, in PPR yeah. leagues. But. but like 
you get very little with the no reception upside. Because like yeah. out of the backfield, they always go for Cream Hunt with with receptions. So yep. it's just so tough with Nick Chubb because like I don't know. He's still been very good though. I think another player who also do well is Mostert, I think, because they're versus the Viking. I think both those running backs are gonna do well. But you know, it's it's tough to tell with the Miami backfield. I mean Yeah. Chase Edmonds, Raheem Mostert. I like if they give the RB ones to Raheem Mostert, I feel like he's he'd do pretty good. Cause like the offensive line it's it's pretty good. They got they got Sermon turn Armstead during the offseason. Um they got the goat rubber hunt. And yeah. um I can see what Raheem, Raheem Mostert can do under the yeah, on the Dolphins. I think for wide receivers, it has to be Stefan. I think Stefan's gonna have a huge game against the Chiefs. I feel like it's gonna be someone out of the blue this week. I think Cooper's obviously gonna be top three. Maybe Justin Jefferson as well, but I feel like it's gonna be someone random this week. Jamie Brown. You know, we're gonna dig up into the files. Let's see. Let's see. I, I have a feeling. Let's it's go. Fun. I'm gonna go to page four. It's gonna be Trent Taylor, I think. My okay. Opinion. Or Khalil Shakir. Khalil Shakir. Okay. Who was good? Who was good last week? Don't get me wrong. He was very good last week, but I know Tyler Boyd might be good if T. Higgins is injured. I think. I'm gonna say the best receiver this week is Michael Pittman. He's playing the, reversing? Jaguars, right? playing the Jaguars. I just feel like Michael Pittman always plays well against just really bad teams. Uh, I don't maybe. Okay. Oh, it's I don't just know how to like, think about that. You can you could you really can, you really can't predict this. It's yeah, just that. that's why I'm not sure. Hmm. Maybe if maybe not, Thielen might have a good game. Maybe Adam Thielen might have a good game. If Jefferson struggles, right? Like one or the other. Jefferson. Oh, he is ceiling a He's too roof. good. Yeah, he's too good. Like Ayuk, when Ayuk can have a very good, I think Ayuk is better than Depot if he has the same amount of attempts. Mm, that, that is bold. I think Brandon Ayuk, if he had the same amount of care, like attempts and like receptions as Depot, you'd have higher yards, more touchdowns, and he would be top five receiver in the league. I think he has potential to be a top five receiver in the league. That is very bold. It's very that. bold, yes. It is very bold, but I think it, it's possible. I think Michael Thomas could have a big game against the Bengals if Chris Olave is injured. If I just Olave's don't see injured. it. I mean, he's coming off an injury. They're not going to overutilize him. I just, yeah. I just don't see it. Maybe. Hmm. Amari could have a decent game against the Patriots, but I don't see it either. Yeah. I mean, Godwin. I think Godwin could have a huge game. If not, one of Godwin or Evans could have a huge game. I feel like the Steelers. Tom Brady is like recently he's been targeting Godwin a lot. I feel like he's starting to step up into that wide receiver role over Mike Evans. Maybe. I just traded for Mike Evans too. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, I gave up Devontae and J.K. Dobbins, so it's okay. But. <laughs> yeah. So. I think Mike Williams is going to play. It depends on Keenan Allen's availability. If Keenan Allen isn't there, Mike Williams is going to do very well. But if he is there, then. He yeah, Mike Williams is one, one of those receivers that just does very well. Like on his own, if he's games. the number one guy, he will be the best. He yeah, will like, thrive as number one. He he can be a like a very good receiver. Like if he was on the Giants, he would be a wide receiver one by far, and he'd be very good. Yeah. 
and uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel, I mean, this year he's been playing decent. He's not so bad. He's... Like, don't get me wrong, he's not bad, but he's not yeah. quite Justin Herbert. So, well, obviously, he's not Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's like <laughs> a top three quarterback in the league, or top yeah. five, not top, <laughs> top five, top five, top five. Yeah, so tight end. I think tight end is only the, this is just two options, but I'm gonna give Mark Andrews the edge this week. You know, I would say Taysom Hill again, <laughs> but um, well, let, let, let's be realistic. I'm going you know Kelsey. What? I'm going Kelsey. I'm going Andrews, but yeah, that also makes sense. Uh, what about who's gonna have the highest out of the non big two? Like, who outside of the big two is gonna have it? That's probably um... more at stake, right? I'm gonna say Gerald Everett. I feel like I Gerald don't know because he had a bad game last week, so I'm not uh, sure. It's just I so think tough. Zach Ertz could be pretty good. I think Zach Ertz will be pretty good next week. I feel like Zach Ertz. He's like, been consistent. He's been yeah, very consistent. He's just been so. consistently mid. Mid, right? <laughs> yeah, but he's putting up tight end production. I mean, like, if you're consistently right mid, I don't care. Like, at least I'm yeah. expecting. Like what I'm getting out of you. Well, the only tight ends who are higher ranked than him are Taste. I'm pretty sure Taste and Hill. No, not Taste and Hill. It's Taysom, just Kelsey I think he, Andrews. He's seventh. He's seventh. It's just Taste and Hill, Mark Andrews. Well, that means what's. <laughs> I mean, Kelsey Andrews and TJ Hawkinson are the only ones higher than Ertz. Yeah, that's the Hawkinson had that one huge game. Needs to be consistent. Consistent. Yeah. This has not been a good tight end season for sure. I don't think. Yeah, no. But you can pull it back. I think David Njoku is probably the most underrated tight end in the league. Yeah, he's been really good. Yeah, he's just been incredible. Like, everyone was saying, is he worth the franchise tag? Yeah, he is. I'm, I think he got signed to an extension. I don't think he got a franchise tag. Yeah, he got signed to an extension. And then he got a lot of money from that, too. Like, I feel like he deserved all of that because Njoku has just been incredible. I mean, I didn't feel like he deserved it when he got the contract. But hey, now- he got six... He got six million more than Johnny Smith. I think he deserves it. I mean, yeah, Johnny Smith was like <laughs> a huge overpay. Yeah, but... especially for a tight end too. Also, like... my goat, my personal favorite tight end in the league, Tyler Conklin. But oh, yeah. you know, that's he had one good game, and then you know, CJ CJ Uzoma is back. So yeah, he... CJ Uzoma is just like one of those locker room guys that's insanely good for the Jets. Yeah, like. I just feel like he boosts the morale so much. Yeah, like, he's like that the catalyst. Yeah. I feel like Joe Burrow lost a huge support system in CJ Zoma. So Yeah, I mean, maybe he's the reasons why the Bengals are starting off slow. Yep. I like a lot of people overlooked that, you know, signing by the Jets. I think it was a really good signing. So who knows? Yeah, I mean the, the Jets look like a very good team going to the future. I mean, I definitely see him. Like being a playoff contender in the next two or three years, if if Zach Wilson proves that he's like, yeah, uh, franchise QB, yeah, I really yeah, I think defensive Zach Wilson. Wilson. You know, if he turns into a wide receiver, then <laughs> I mean, well then, yeah, he's been hey, he got one catch or a touchdown, so the accuracy is there more than more than Kenny Gall- Kenny Galladay. Kenny Gall- uh, yeah, we don't speak of that man, and more than uh, it's the same amount of Terry Judy, I believe, so. Yeah, well, at least Jerry Judy has one. Yeah, at least he has more than the yards. So, I mean, we both. I, I think the Broncos and the Giants have their own problems in terms of the receiver core. So, 
The Broncos have talent. KJ Hamler is a very good receiver. It is all in Russ. I just feel like KJ Hamler could be so good somewhere else. I think Hamler is the fastest, one of the fastest receivers in the league, and I just it's just really sad that he got injured last week. Well, not last week, last year, and he missed the entire season. So maybe oh, that's yeah, that like. Really good. And then you know Tim Patrick's gone this year. Like that's another huge problem. But I, mean, I think the Broncos can pull it back. But I don't. They might not even get a winning record this season. I don't yeah, think, especially in that division. I mean, it's just so tough. Yeah. I think, and then Javante, you know, getting injured is a huge blow. Randy Gregory is a bigger blow, though. I think, like everyone just overestimated. Like everyone said, oh. The Broncos overpaid for Randy Gregory. They did not because he was incredible. Yeah, he, the Broncos. he did look good. He I mean, held that lineup incredibly. Yeah, the Broncos' was, defense has been playing good. It's just that offense has... The offense has let them down horribly. And I just think that there's a lot that needs to be done in order for them to pull it back. Yeah. I hope it happens. Who knows if it does, but yeah. Anyway, I think that's... I think that's a good place to lead it off at, the struggles of the Broncos. You started with yes. it. We can end with it as well. Circular, yeah. I think it's a nice so, way to um, end it. Yeah. Um, we'll see you guys next week after the game. Or maybe before the week. We can do some before. Basketball stuff. Yeah. Football stuff. Who knows? All right. This is first episode of Science Word. Um, shoot, how do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay, we're, it's, it's a learning process. All right. Okay. Um, so we'll see you guys in the next one. All right, thank you for listening. Have a good day.